Want to create a compelling presentation in half the time? Download the C-Method speech and presentation writing template. You'll save time, feel confident and prepared for your next presentation. Download it for free at thecmethod.com slash speech template. Welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rockstar confidence. I'm Christina Cantors, your host and founder of The C-Method Communication Skills Training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to episode 118 of Stand Out, Get Noticed. Christina with you here. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Love that you guys keep showing up. You're the best. I'm back with a solo show for you today, and I've got some practical tips to help you become a more engaging and effective public speaker, and I'm calling it How to Take Your Audience on a Powerful Journey. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash journey. That's where you'll find links mentioned as well as dot points of this episode. So if you know someone who would benefit from it, but maybe they don't listen to podcasts, that's cool. You can just send them the link to the show notes and they'll still be able to get value from it. Okay, before we get to that, I have a couple of quick announcements. Firstly, I will be speaking at Podcast Movement in LA, no, in Anaheim, which is just outside LA, on August 25th. Well, the conference is 23rd to the 25th. I'll be doing a workshop on how to improve your vocal tone so that you sound amazing on the podcast. And I probably don't sound very amazing now because my I've been a little bit ill, so my throat's a little bit seized up. But apart from that, I'll teach you how to sound nice and smooth and confident and to use the correct mic technique as well. So if you are going to podcast movement, I can't wait to see you there. It's going to be so much fun. Second thing is you heard me talking about my group coaching program for high-performing professionals over the last few episodes. That is now starting on September 27. So that's after I get back from the US. I'm going away for a month and the timing just worked better for the people who were in the course as well as me. So it's starting on the 27th of September and runs for six weeks. So if you're looking to build your impact, influence and confidence at work, book in a call with me and we'll explore if the program's a good fit for you. You can learn more about the program and book in a call at thecmethod.com slash group coaching. Okay, let's get into this week's main topic. And it's all about taking your audience on a powerful journey. Now, you might be wondering, what do I mean by this? I want you to think of your presentation or your speech as a journey where you're the tour guide and your audience is the passenger coming along for the ride. A number of years ago, for my birthday, my boyfriend at the time wanted to surprise me by taking me to a secret fancy restaurant. Sounds exciting, right? So we get in the car and he made me put on a blindfold so I couldn't guess where or what the restaurant was. He thought it would be fun. It wasn't fun. In fact, it was horrible. For starters, I couldn't see where I was going, so I got motion sickness. I couldn't tell where we were in the journey, so I had no idea how long this torture was going to last. It didn't help that my boyfriend got lost and had to turn around and backtrack and go all over the place. It was really confusing for me. It was not a good experience. Now, delivering a presentation is exactly the same. You are taking your audience on a journey with you like a good tour guide. So you need to make sure your audience knows where you're going, how long the journey will be, and where they're at in that journey. 
Because if you don't, you will confuse your audience. They will start wondering, when's morning tea break? I need to go to the bathroom. Are we going to eat some food soon? Right? And they're not going to be concentrating on all the wonderful things that you're saying. So you need to make them feel comfortable and you need to have them pay attention as well. And today I'm going to share with you a few ways that you can do this to make your presentation more like a powerful journey. I have six things for you here. (laughs) So the first thing is to ask yourself, where are you going? It's so important that you know where you're going and how you're going to get there. Otherwise, your audience is going to get lost with you. And what I mean by this is tell them what is the end result? Where are you going in this presentation? What are they going to walk away with? If you download my free speech and presentation writing template, one of the very first things that I get you to write down is what is the number one takeaway that the audience is going to have from this presentation? So that is your destination. That's your end point. If they walk away with nothing else from this presentation but one thing, what will it be? Will they be inspired to do something? Is it for them to learn or know more about a certain topic? Is it for them to take action and book in to have a meeting with you? Whatever it is. So give them a clear destination and then that'll help you as well to formulate your content in order to get them there. Number two, act like a great tour guide. Would you be interested or want to follow a tour guide who stands there kind of looking at their feet going, okay, so I think we're going to go this way, everyone, but I'm not sure, should we go that way? Oh, this, oh. And if they seem really confused and hesitant about where they're going, they're not going to be a great leader and you're not going to want to follow them because you're thinking, geez, I don't know want to follow this lady. She doesn't seem to know where she's going. She's hesitating. And it's the same thing when you're standing up and in front of a group, you got to use your non-verbals to make you look like a great leader or a great tour guide. So stand nice and strong. I talk a lot about great posture and, and power posing and all that. And you can find all those resources and other podcasts I've done. But essentially, you want to look like you belong there and that you know exactly what you're doing. I had a great conversation on the podcast with Blake Eastman, who is a, he's a body language or nonverbal communication skills expert. And he talks about not hesitating and going from A to B without hesitating. So if you're sitting down and you go to shake someone's hand, you don't hesitate because when you hesitate, it makes you look unsure and people don't want to follow someone who looks unsure. So act the part of a great tour guide or a great leader. Number three, timing is really important. Similar to showing people where you're going, you can actually show people how long it's going to take and take them through that. So if you're given, say, five minutes to speak or 10 or 15 minutes to speak, obviously you're going to stick to it. But you can also reiterate this and say, over the next five minutes, I'm going to give you three great examples of why you should be vegetarian or whatever it is. Just like a good tour guide will tell you, Over the next hour, I'm going to show you some of the most notable historical sites of New York City or whatever it is. It's good to give people that reassurance. And you can even break it down if you're showing a video in the middle of your presentation. Say to them, this is a quick 60-second animation showing you how blah, blah, blah. So it's about guiding them through it and saying this is how long it'll take. Maybe you're running a day workshop. You can say, we're going to have a break at 10.30. That's going to go for 15 minutes. Then we're going to break for lunch at one o'clock. You know, you're, you're giving them clear signposts so that the audience isn't left wondering 
Where, when am I going to have lunch? I'm hungry, which then starts to make them tune out. So when you outline this stuff at the very beginning, it gives them that clarity and it gives them that reassurance that they know, okay, I can hold it. I don't need to go to the bathroom. We've got a break at 10 o'clock anyway. Oh, and this also works the same in general conversations. When you're approaching people, let's say you're approaching your manager at work. She's probably very busy. And if you go up to her and you say, hey, um, I just have some questions I need to ask you. You need to think about from her perspective, she's thinking, "Mm, how long is this going to take? I've got to go into a meeting in five minutes. I still have to prepare. I have to send an email off. So for you to show respect for her time, it's always amazing to say, do you have five minutes? So give that clear time indication. Maybe you only need 30 seconds. Say that. Do you have 30 seconds? Do you have five minutes? I have two questions I need to ask you about that project. It's the same thing when you're calling someone. You call someone out of the blue, they might be in the middle of something. And if you start rattling on and going into this long spiel about something, they're not listening okay? Because they've just been focusing on something else. And in their head, they're going, oh, how long is this person going to go for? But if the first thing you say is, hey, Mike, how are you going? Just wondering, do you have five minutes? If he has five minutes, he'll say, yep, I've got five minutes, go ahead. If he doesn't, he'll say, no, I'm actually in the middle of something, but can you call me back in 30 minutes? And that's showing respect for his time and he will respect you for that. Now, of course, very important, if you ask for five minutes, make sure it only takes five minutes because there's nothing worse than saying, this will take five minutes and then 15 minutes later, you're still going. Mike will be much less likely to want to pick up the phone and talk to you next time. Okay, we're up to number four. The fourth way to take your audience on a powerful journey is to try not to lose your audience. Now, if you've been to Europe before and you've done one of those city tours, Prague in the Czech Republic is particularly popular for these city tours. And when I was there, there were lots and lots of different tours going on. And each guide, each tour guide carried a different colored umbrella so you could easily follow them. And at the start, they would say, we've got, you know, look, just look for the orange umbrella and you'll always be able to find us. In a similar way, make sure that you bring your audience along with you and check to make sure that they haven't gotten lost. Think about it. A good tour guide, if they're going for a walk, they they want to turn around and make sure that everyone is still with them, that they haven't got lost down a side street or distracted by a gelati cart, as often happens in Europe. So they get to the end, they get to the next point and they make sure that everyone is there. They don't start talking until everyone is there because then the laggers don't get to hear what's being said. They check. Is everyone here? Okay. Now I'm going to tell you about this statue. Similarly, you want to make sure that everyone is still with you on this presentation journey. And the way that you can check that is to see, are they making eye contact? Are they engaging? Are they putting their hands up? Are they asking questions? Or are they looking at their phones? Have they gone to sleep? Have they started leaving the room? That's an indication that maybe you haven't kept at a good pace for them to to keep up with you. Maybe you haven't been clearly signposting and they're just disengaged and, and not keeping up with you. So don't be afraid to check in with your audience. Say to them, does that make sense? So you can say to them, put up your hand if you if that still doesn't make sense. And then you make sure that you explain that so that they get it. 
if they haven't been moving around for a while, I like to get people up and moving because that increase in energy actually gets their brain working more as well. So I'll sometimes say, if I feel the energy is getting a little bit low, I'll say, all right, everyone stand up and I want you to move to another seat and introduce yourself to someone you haven't spoken to today and tell them one thing that you've learned so far from this presentation. So you're forcing people to get up and move around and don't be afraid to do that. It's actually for their own good because if they're sitting there and they're not with you, they haven't absorbed what you're saying, then it's not much point for them to even be there because they're not getting something out of it. So by forcing them to engage, to move around, to get their energy up, to get talking to other people, that's actually doing them a favor because they'll be getting more out of your presentation. Oh, and another thing you can do to not lose your audience is to keep it super simple. A lot of people feel like they have to cram everything that they know into their presentation because otherwise if they don't, they feel that people will pick on it and go, oh, well, she didn't talk about this. Oh, clearly she's not an expert because she didn't talk about that. I know more than her. So people try to cram as much as they can in so it leaves nothing for them, for the audience to pick at. But the problem is, Our brains can only absorb small bits of information. We can't absorb a whole lot of stuff. So you're better off sharing a few key points, just two or three key points for them to take away so that they actually absorb them instead of sort of falling asleep with, you know, 10 points that you're trying to tell them. Number five, point out what's important. I saw the most amazing TED talk. It's by a guy called Hans Hans, sorry, Hans Rosling. And he is a German statistician, I believe. And he did this great TED talk on statistics and made them super interesting. And one way that he did that was he pointed out what was important. Now, a lot of people I find will throw up a a slide that has a table or a list or lots of information, and they'll talk in general to that slide. Now, I would prefer just to not have that slide at all because, you know, too much data is just a bit too much. But if you need to show it, then show the audience what's important. So you put the slide up and you say, okay, there's a lot of data on this slide here, but the important thing to note is this figure here. And then you can highlight one particular figure, one particular stat, one particular point on that graph and keep it really simple. You could even say the two things that you need to know about this graph are this and this. And then that will draw people's attention to those points instead of trying to read the whole thing and make sense of the whole thing. I'll put a link in the show notes to that TED Talk, actually, because you should, yeah, you should really look at it. It's, it's really interesting. The final thing I'm going to share with you today about taking your audience on a powerful journey is to be excited about what you're presenting. And I emphasize excited because a lot of people feel like they have to be exciting. They're afraid of of not being exciting and they, they fear that people will think that they're not exciting. I say instead of trying to be exciting, be excited about what you're presenting. I once went on a tour um, in Scotland, which is one of my favorite countries, with a company called Haggis Tours. And the tour guides at Haggis are so excited and enthusiastic. You just can't help but be excited about it too. In Scotland, it rains a lot and it's very grey, so it's quite easy to get quite depressed because it's just really dark and grey. 
And when it started raining, I remember our tour guide saying, this isn't rain, this is liquid sunshine, which I totally loved. Now, can you imagine if that same tour guide had said, oh, well, it seems like it's raining again, guys. Sorry about that, but this is Scotland. No, that would have been just boring. It would have got us down. Instead, she showed us liquid sunshine. Oh, yeah. Another great example of an exceptional tour are the tours with Museum Hack, who do renegade tours of museums around the US. They're based, well, they started in New York City. You should listen to my interview with the founder of Museum Hack, Nick Gray, and we, we talked about how to make something that seems boring, like a museum, interesting. You should definitely check that one out. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Okay, so those are six ways that you can take your audience on a powerful journey when you present. I'll just do a quick recap. Firstly, where are you going? What's the destination? What's the results? Number two, act like a great tour guide. Look confident and don't hesitate. Number three, timing. How long is this going to take? Add some clear signposts in so your audience knows exactly when there'll be a break or how long they'll be there for. Number four, Don't lose your audience, bring them along with you, make sure that they haven't fallen asleep and that they continue to be engaged. Number five, point out the key thing that's important. And number six, be excited about what you're presenting. If you want a written recap of this podcast, as well as links to those videos that I mentioned and the podcasts I mentioned, go to the show notes at thecmethod.com slash journey. That's thecmethod.com slash journey. And before I leave you for this week, remember to book in a call with me if you want to improve your impact, your confidence and your influence at work and you feel like the group coaching program might be a fit for you, you can learn more about that at thecmethod.com slash group coaching and there you can also book in a call with me to explore if the program is a fit for you and to answer any questions you may have. The next round starts September 27. So jump in quick, book in a call and I look forward to speaking with you. And that's all from me this week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome and I'll talk to you next week. My name's Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. Hello. I have a ukulele song for you this week. As we're on the theme of the journey, um, I thought I'd play for you a song called Do You Know We Are Going To, which is the theme from Mahogany 
performed by Mariah Carey. Not sure if she she was the original artist, but anyway, there you go. Here's the song. Do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? Where are you going to? Do you know? Do you get what you're hoping 